All right. The, a running theme of this podcast is that the intro music plays and the browser has such issue processing the audio that it starts to sound like this and then it goes up to meet the suckers. <laughs> so, but we have no idea each time if it makes it into the recording that way. So we kind of joke about it, not knowing if the joke will even make sense to those that might be listening. Well, that's every so joke on this podcast is we, we joke even though we're not sure if it makes any sense. But free reign. It's very exciting. So, so our guest, as you can already hear, will fit right in because I'm sure that he makes jokes with a very, very little thought. Skyler, would you like to introduce our guest since I only know his first name? My good <laughs> friend Chris. Chris, do you want your last name to be included? Or is this? I, don't I mean, know. you're gonna you're gonna blur it out, right? Your probation officer will probably see this <laughs> if we put it in. <laughs> I can't tell if you want me to say your last name or not from that. Let's response. just say Chris X for now. Chris, Chris X. X. Uh, yeah, I mean, the autobiography of the... Chris X. <laughs> he just wanted peace in the world of football. Um, <laughs> which, if you've ever seen him play in person, you know that that is the opposite of reality. <laughs> he is a <laughs> warmonger. Wow. It's hard. It's hard but, to have that dual dual sensibility warring within you at all times. <laughs> you are a man rife with internal conflict, and that is why we've asked you to join us on the podcast as our first ever guest. So, first guest. See, so, if mean, we were a real podcast, we would have a sound effect now where people were cheering and clapping and things. But It's happening in my mind, if that makes any... Oh, thanks, thanks, Gather. You can tell that we're a very professional podcast because our guest sounds better than both of the hosts audio-wise. Usually on podcasts, it's the opposite of that. But It's weird that I have a face for podcasting, but Chris has a voice for it. Uh, really uh, feeling jealous. <laughs> so untrue. You should get into I'm... TV, Skyler. That's what you have the face for. <laughs> inside of the TV? I should get into the TV? The files are in the TV. <laughs> the back workings of the TV, for sure. Speaking of the well, TV, think... we, we, we all had a good time sitting in front of our TVs this weekend, didn't we? <laughs> I was going to say, I, 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 this is norm- normally it would have been a great introduction as me of a man uh, rife with internal strife and an Arsenal fan go hand in hand. But this weekend uh, seemed to, to prove the, we were the able last to few years wrong. down another weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it... You know, I'm sure everyone, all of your listeners know that Jeff and I are the Arsenal fans, or Jeff is the Arsenal fan, and uh, I'm coming on to support Jeff, and only Jeff. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're unoriginal is what the understanding will be. We have a filibuster-proof majority in this podcast <laughs> right now. What if Jeff's like Jeff Manchin, though, and he's like, well, I don't know, United might need a new central defensive midfielder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see what the lobbyists say. <laughs> So what happened? What happened? I, I mean, I didn't watch a match uh, right. in a weird funk, so I didn't watch uh, Arsenal. Can we Can we just start with, like, because I feel like we could start with the matches themselves, but I'd like to start by celebrating um, the pain of someone else. That's a German word, schadenfreude, that we use here in Austria. Let's celebrate the pain of Tottenham and their former manager, Nuno... Espirito Santo, and if I'm saying that incorrectly, it doesn't matter because I'll never have to say his name again. Um, but he got fired because <laughs> Manchester United. Wow, well done. Beating, Although I, I wish beat, you, I should have taken uh, one for the team. And let I know, them win I, I, th- so I that thought he that the stayed longer, and we could have all enjoyed it. It's a shame. I kind of I feel for Nuno. I, I, I liked what he did at Wolves, but whew, I, I would take the three 0 win that we took from them this year. It was like 
rolling over two-year-olds on tricycles. It's great. That's more or less Skyler's description of the game, right? From last I, weekend? From last week? Oh, the one, the Liverpool one that we kind of don't even, we didn't no, even no, no, see no, all no. of it? Uh, that <laughs> well, game, that, I think we agree, we'll never talk about. <laughs> well, I mean, to, I have to say, though, it, it is the traditional uh, cascade of violence in uh, in abuse scenarios where, you know, when, when you are so horribly abused by someone, you just take it out on somebody else smaller and, I guess, weaker than you, Skyler. That's I, a very but, good point. But you know what? Uh, you guys are ignoring uh, the real hero in all this. The best manager in the history of football, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, when his job is on the line. Kind of like me at work. I'm like, I'm suddenly a very productive uh, advertising creative when I suspect that people are not happy with me. That is very true. So that's 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 that. But wait, no. Uh, sorry, I don't want to make conversation about your match a uh, revisiting of of uh, Livergate, but um, so what? So tell tell me what happened. Catch me up because I, I feel like there's the there's an Arteta train of good vibes, choo chewing around, and you guys are both on it. I, yeah, um, I mean, I'd I'd say it is starting to feel suspiciously like the danger of hope. Oh yeah, it is. It is feeling like that, and that's always what hurts you the most. But it is. I mean, you can't deny it. Like, there's definitely a good vibe right now. Although I have to say, like, I, I mean, you you wrote me and you said your your win was a the mo- the least convincing three nil you've ever seen, and I feel like ours might be one of the l- maybe not the least, but one of the You're- lesser convincing two nils away to Leicester I've ever seen. Where it was like, man, it's a good thing they couldn't shoot because they had fifteen shots that all looked pretty close. And like, I don't know, I'm not sure it was our best game. I mean, Leicester away is tough. But I'm not sure. Like I'm not sure that this means that we're never going to lose again, which is what some Arsenal fans have taken away from this. I am. Yeah, that is. We do seem to um, jump straight from one bucket on one end of the spectrum to the other, um, and nary anything in between. But you know, having watched this collection of people thousands of miles away getting paid much, much more money than I'll ever see in my life, uh, ruin my weekend on time to time. Uh, it seems like there is something there that hasn't been there lately. And I, I don't usually say that. And I, I, I've been racking my brain on what it is just so I can identify it and make sure it doesn't, I can see it coming when it hurts me. But there does, we can turn it on in a way that we used to be able to turn it on when Wenger gave free reign to everybody. And I think that's what's really there. Not convinced of everybody just yet, but I am convinced of everybody's at least desire to get the job done. Obama Yang sounds like seems like he is he is his spirits in it. He's gonna. He's work pretty for good it. when he doesn't have malaria, huh? That's a, <laughs> people <laughs> there, were like counting him out at the thing. beginning of the season. I'm like, he's sick. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I think Jeff, that was really loud. I don't know what happened to, to the volume situation. Oh like, shit! Sorry. You know what no, it is? I. I I lean forward because, sorry, I was trying to bring up something on Google that I wanted to tell you guys, but sorry, I just like yelled into the year years. Then maybe, I? Chris, I might eat the mic a little more. This is some live during the podcast. <laughs> We're leaving all this in. <laughs> well, because we don't know how to edit. We don't know how to take it out. We can't, oh, we can't take it out. <laughs> we got one take. Speaking nope, of not is... being able to edit, uh, Oleg Gunnar Solskjaer. No. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't mean to to interrupt. I feel like you guys were getting into a little bit of a good gooner flow, but I, I wanted to correct something that Jeff had said earlier. In that, Uh-oh. I didn't say that 
this was the least convincing win. I said this was the most disappointed I've been at a three nothing win. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I misquoted you. No, you're a piece of shit. Uh, but <laughs> but no, but I just wanted. I, I was gonna forget to correct that uh, for everyone. I want everyone to know how I really feel. It's like thanks, internet, for for making me that way. But I I think it's very interesting that. Like you guys are are both like experiencing like a couple of wins, straight a couple of wins in a row, and not against shitty competition. No, uh, and and it's that's that, it's like if you won like against you know like three three Burnleys in a row, sure, Arsenal are capable of that, but beating Leicester, who two weeks ago also double dicked us, uh, they beat us four to two. So like they are quite a good team. Like they might be exactly on the level of Arsenal. So. Currently, your form's up. It's a good result. It's a good yeah, result. Yeah, it's a great result. Um, and it's interesting that, like, at the same time, I had a very similar result, and I felt really ugly about it, because it meant that, like, I don't know, this stepdad I've been stuck with for a while who doesn't know my name is, like, still going to keep living with us, and I don't like that very much. I was hoping Mom was going to throw him out. That's uh, an extremely I- good metaphor. <laughs> He's a nice guy. He doesn't give a fuck about uh, what. What's the plan? What are we doing? <laughs> I hate it when stepdads don't have plans. Says <laughs> Skyler. I jumped out of the metaphor, but, but you it's also like- a it's also a stepdad from like before your parents' marriage, right? It's like I don't know. He was around before. <laughs> Mom they really him liked him. It's, your, it's actually your it's your older brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No. oh man, we just the line. It's right there. Yeah, it's almost well, like that one wasn't working. No, that one wasn't working. But Skylar, what do you think? I mean, I am curious. We actually haven't. I, I at some points tried to get you to discuss menu when I'm <laughs> at the very minimum of interested, but um, it tends to be at your most <laughs> depressed states, and I don't get anything more than. Eeyore butting his head up against a tree. Um, what is it? What is your major problem with Ole? Because I've I've talked to a fair amount of United fans, some you know lifelong since before you were born, who are still thinking, let's give Ole a few more shots at this. But they really? tend to be the ones that love Sir Alex, and maybe he's just too gilded. But like, how many more chances do you need? Like, uh, like think about all the great managers like of modern era. The 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 I was gonna say poach, but like Pep, uh, Tuchel, <laughs> poach, Pochettino, Pochettino, um, <laughs> or or even like Klopp, who annoys me to no end, but he's clearly a brilliant great, manager. But like manager. they they kind of got it together within a year. Like you you mm-hmm. have a, a year to dick around, a year to like, mm-hmm. well, that was a mistake in formation. Like at this point, Sir Alex Ferguson didn't win a title for six seasons, like. When he came in, that doesn't exist anymore. There is a pressure to perform when you have like you're not you don't have like a couple of like UK internationals and like a bunch of just local Manx on your team and you and you need six seasons to like slowly put a team together. Like you're start you have Ronaldo, you have Rashford, you have Bruno Fernandez, Pogba. That's a good point. Like, I can name names at almost every position that's not center midfield and be like, holy crap, how are you waiting? Like, you're wasting Marcus Rashford's 23rd and 24th year. Like, right now, I get mad at, like, well, maybe next year we'll, you know, not fall on our faces out of the gates. Like, it, he's not, he's, this is what he is. He, he will be able to, like, keep us in, like, the top six 
indefinitely, I'm pretty sure, just by being a nice guy and by everybody liking him. Uh, he doesn't he doesn't know tactics because I think his well he's a United legend. He was a poacher. <laughs> he wasn't like even Paul Scholes in the middle of the field. Like he doesn't he doesn't tactically really get it. He has one volume that he speaks in and it's, you know, let's just like let them express themselves. Like that's that's what it is. So sorry Chris, mm. you you asked a kind of succinct question and I gave you a MySpace entry. But like <laughs> I was trying to interrupt you there, but I just couldn't find an opportunity. But that was a good one, man. I didn't breathe, uh, which is how <laughs> it feels when we fucking play. <laughs> <laughs> there it oh, is. Oh, man. Excellent rant, though. Does any of that resonate with you two as no. Arsenal fans? Like- I, I honestly, I almost think you're being too optimistic. Like, I don't think, like, to me, being a top six year-in, year-out manager is something that not most managers can't do that. And I'm not sure he's better than most managers. Like he's driving the best car in Formula One to middling results every week. Like, I mean, maybe not the best car, but he's driving one of the better ones. It should be way faster than 20th and 15th and 10th place. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, all it's so interesting to watch your players play when they're not playing for him. Like Pogba was absolutely incredible for France, but when he, he spends a minute around him and he. I don't know. It becomes mediocre again. All of them do it. Yeah, we could get into why that is, but it's mm. it, it's, it's but it'll just make bad. you sad. No, that's like <laughs> when Chris is like you. When we talk football, you're kind of like Eeyore. Uh, it's <laughs> it's accurate because it fucking hurts most of the time. Like you can yeah. win and be disappointed. So like most of the time, you are disappointed. Yeah, Ronaldo scored another goal. <laughs> I guess it's a good Actually, thing. it was a brace. <laughs> but him scoring a goal is symptomatic of a larger tactical structural issue we're not addressing. And he's well, 37, I mean, and he's got 400,000 miles on those wheels. Does he play much, any defense? No. Okay, I didn't how think much so. tinkering? How much tinkering do you think Ronaldo is going to hmm. not do, but cause through the season? Because you figure... He's going to, I mean, if he didn't get thrown off right before the halftime of this last game or of the Liverpool game, it's going to happen soon. So, you know, when does he start pulling the strings? He he already is um, because he's undroppable and everything kind of has to go through him. So we're going to score goals Ronaldo's way or we will not be scoring them. He's like a very, and I know that this is, Super fucking inappropriate to say, <laughs> but he's like a selfish lover, and that it only matters if he scores. Like that's the only thing that matters mm. to him. And I know that that could be taken one of two ways, and I mean it the lesser of evils way. And but, I'm saying that now. Do you think he's worth it? Because I feel like there are no, certain players. I don't. Wow. Cristiano Ronaldo is not you, worth it. You've got Rashford and I mean, Sancho. Yeah, I mean, could you guys be... did pay less than with Greenwood about, in the center, about, and you guys Ray paid about Bonnie. half of what we paid for our goalkeeper, who is worth it. Don't get me wrong, but you know, we're talking about Ronaldo at what? How old is he now? Thirty-six, almost thirty-seven. Six? Thirty-seven, like coming but he was out. seventeen million. I mean, come on. But that's what they pay him like a minute. That's true. But you also mm. got to figure how much shirt sales they're getting. I mean, come on. But they don't I, get that money. That money goes to, to Nike. They and they're nice. like, thank you. It's not, it's negligible. 
it's negligible because because they pay in advance a contract for the hmm. right to produce the kit. Hmm. So then all that money goes to who just paid a hundred million over however many years or whatever, whatever the, the insane number is, but God, let's not get into kit economics, but, uh, but basically like <laughs> as riveting as they are. We, so. we were, we were really exciting when we had, we could use all this pace to counterattack and to press. The game is built around pressing now to not press is a huge problem. Like you yeah. see our, our defenders are decent except when they're being, hassled to hell they turn the ball over and liverpool scores five goals like that's that's what happens when you're naive about how pressing works about how you know wingers or or attacking groups function and we're very naive about it Hmm. and sorry i I would be happy for us to talk more arsenal jeff so rarely gets like decent conversation you don't you don't have to uh you don't have to take pity on me to to talk to you I mean, no, I mean pity on me. okay. <laughs> We're gonna take pity on Skyler. I do. Yeah, I will say this: Aaron Ramsdale. What I mean, that was one of the best goalkeeping performances I've ever seen, bar none. Like that was just one of the best games I've ever seen by a goalkeeper. I, that was a perfect game. Is he the best Aaron Ram something to play for Arsenal? Tough. I'm not but sure if I'm ready to. We need to give him, not give, him a, give him a few years. He could years. be. He could. We just need to know over the few years. Oh man, I do. I I couldn't agree more. I think having David Seaman be so excited about him, there's definitely a lot of David Seaman that shows up in him. That save that he made, Madison's free kick. Reminded me so much of. of <laughs> I was gonna say we're all gonna leave that alone, right? Having David well, Seaman. Chris, Chris has a lot of semen in him, and I gotta say, <laughs> got a lot I, of semen in him. <laughs> you know, I thought, I thought you know, a legend of our club. Honest, did you say that on purpose? Did you say was that a? Were you setting having a lot of di- David Seaman in him? A lot of semen in him. I, I, so I was long. like. I was He's, even thinking about making a joke about how mature we are, that we weren't going to touch it. But you know what? We're not that mature. It's semen was, in him. He said that. like, I'm turning 36. We're very nice to our guests here. He's a I'm, Swedish submarine. Come on. I'm 36 in 12 hours. And I'm like, behave. Behold. Hold. Hold the door. <laughs> hold my door. <laughs> you couldn't hold the door. And as soon as I spit, Happy, I was like, okay, just tell him. <laughs> Happy birthday from me Happy and birthday. Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah. Happy birthday. I'm sure there's someone. Well, that's very sweet of you guys. I'm sure there's someone more important in the football world whose birthday it is tomorrow. And Google will tell us. That's probably true, but not on this podcast. So we'll wish it to you. That's very true. Thank you. Mm. I'm still Googling it. Aaron Ramsey's birthday was tomorrow. I'm going to guess this podcast. I don't know. Alfonso Davey was was born tomorrow. Alfonso Ribeiro also. (laughs) Carlton. Carlton (laughs) was born tomorrow anybody else like car no it looks like stefan jovatich but like yeah. alfonso Ooh, davies is like the, the main guy that's sweet me and alfonso davies got a little u.s canada birthday shit in common dude i mean pretty I much a doppelganger what was that it's pretty doppelganger? much your doppelganger ganger. ah yeah. yes Jeff, what do you um, want to tell us about? I want to tell. Can I? Because it's my turn to show and tell. No. I, have you had a look at the Premier League table? I believe it's called. Um, 
I think it's called Fifth? the Tabel. Tabel. Tabel, maybe. Um, anyway, right. your Premier League table has Man United in fifth and Arsenal in sixth, which seemed relatively impossible recently. Because um, seven, eight, nine. Because seven, eight, nine. That's true. That's how numbers work. <laughs> but did you also see? I don't know if you look at this. I might be the only nerd or the only nerd with so much faith in junk stats. But have you looked at the XG table? No. Because on the XG no. table, you don't do that. Because I like to look at the XG table. And in it, would you? which places do you think Manchester United and Arsenal are in? Like, What's the XG table? Better. The XG. So do you, do you follow the XG stat, Chris, where it's like expected goals? So basically, uh, based on the position of each of your shots, that's like worth a certain value. And... At the um, you know, so if and like at the end of the game, like this is actually it's inter- it's interesting to look at with the Leicester game because Leicester had like one point nine expected goals and we had one point one, and it's kind of like we just took our chances, whereas they didn't. And then they also weirdly had like a few shots from outside, like famously the free kick that Ramsdale had that crazy save on, and then there was an earlier shot by I don't know came kind of off like left wing or whatever or right wing, but both of those came very close to going in. So I don't know. I mean, to me, in many ways, they look to be the better team, at least XG wise, but which positions do you think Arsenal and Manchester United would be in, in that table? Would any guesses in the XG table? So it's like Liverpool Liverpool and city are tops because they generate the most chances. That's true. I'm going to say Arsenal is like, Fifth or sixth, and United's like tenth or eleventh. Well, it's funny. I'm not. I'm gonna totally not lie to stall for some time right now. At first, I thought that they were in the exact same position because I looked, and Manchester United was in the fifth spot, and Arsenal is sixth. And then I realized it was sorted by the real life table, so that it was not a coincidence that they were in the same. And then I resorted it. So now that I'm looking, and it looks like Manchester United is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth place in xg and arsenal arsenal is following in ninth 10th 11th 12th place based on expected points um so i don't know i think that you know it's fair to say that we're probably a little bit lucky but with the caveat of saying we started this season with very unlucky sick with covid or Mm -hmm. malaria that's pretty unlucky you know the other part of it is we started playing against the best teams in the league right away and that's also unlucky but so when you take those results out maybe we're not that bad i don't know five five points off liverpool right now i mean that can't be too bad right and it's early enough that even if we were bad early it's like we got time you know what i mean like the difference between first and tenth is not as much as it will be you know a little later yeah, it's still very early and we still have November to get through, which uh, we are notoriously bad at. But I do agree that, you know, we have our biggest problem has been scoring. It, you know, we had a fairly solid defense last year, strangely enough. Um, and yeah. I feel like that is getting to be that partnership is now much better, even um, with with new players playing regularly there with White and Gabriel. But yeah, I think that's going to be the core that- Imagine how good it's going to be next year when we get Saliba back. He's the best center back in France. I don't Arteta know what the fuck he's doing there in the first place. Very coy about him, and I never know why. Um, he sees something he maybe that sell. I don't. But 
He very well could. I mean, it, there is something to be said about building your core and just yeah. having everything else. And I think that's actually what Wenger did well in the beginning. You know, Torre and Campbell were just, they were, mm-hmm. he, they were irreplaceable, right? I mean, he just lost Tony Adams uh, and Martin Kuhn maybe was still in the play for a while, but like that was the core of a, a team yeah. that he could, he could pretty much hand the keys to the rest of the team and let Lundberg and Perez and, Henri and Burkham, he could let them all just run rampant because he knew he had uh, yeah. solid, solid center backs. Two great, again, Patrick Vieira, he could, he, he always, he never shirked his defensive duties. He had Gibota there. They could, everyone else could just run rampant as long as they got back. And I feel like that's yeah. the thing that Arteta has been really missing is, is a dependable. A solid back. And I think that our new Japanese right back is going to, he's, he's, put in, he's putting good. in the, um, the, he's putting in a shift every game and he is always, there's a couple of instances where Vardy in any team in the last three years would have left, let Vardy just sneak right behind him. And he held with him really, really well and acted as like that third center back and also would bomb down the field and you'd see him in the final. He's not afraid to play a little offense. Yeah. As long as he gets back, I I think that's it. Those those are are qualities that that seem like a good solid Wenger team. I agree with you, but I disagree with you because I think, yes, you obviously have to have that core, you know, center back pairing in place or you just can't win. But on the other hand, I feel like sometimes coaches are not like they're their own worst enemy with center backs. Like they, they'll fall in love with the wrong players and then you end up having like Mustafi start 60 games or something. I mean, I think like Wenger, for instance, he benefited in that his center back pairing had been in place before him. He just inherited George Graham's center backs, Tony Adams, Steve Bold, and he got to figure out the Premier League having that already done, which is like that's half the work of being a manager. So that was nice. And I think, I don't know, I, I, I think in later years he didn't have that, and it really, you know, for the last 10 years of Wenger, it really hurt him that he never – I mean, some of the center back playings that we that we had oh, under him, Squillachi and guys like that. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it, Sendros, there was a reason we were Can I? Uh, Pascal Sigan, like the yeah. fact that the P- Pascal Sigan stayed at that at the club for that long. I don't think it was, it was five years. It just means that he, I, I totally agree. Soft spot for so, there's, so that's why there's a little part of me where I'm like, I know that Arteta thinks he doesn't need Saliba, but will someone smarter than him just be like, shut the fuck up and take this Saliba? If if Saliba is your third center back, like let that happen. Listen, I love Selena Gomez as much as the next person. <laughs> I'm not sure what you guys are talking about. It kind of reminds me of when I lived in Germany and went to a German math class in high school, <laughs> and I was like, let me tell you. I'm great at math back where I come from. We basically invented numbers. Uh, and I sat down and the German math class was like that scene from A Beautiful Mind where you can see numbers everywhere. Uh, but it was on an overhead projector. And I was like, what the hell is going on? That's listening to you two talk about. I, you were both. Old, you were doing like a doctor, Arsenal defenders. You're doing like a Doctor <laughs> Strange thing where you're like weaving in the air. And like I see a window open and it's like it's the 90s, but it's also now. Like yeah, TikTok exists, but it doesn't. Um, <laughs> that's a very good point. We were hopping back and forth between generations pretty quick there. That was the longest I've ever gone on this podcast without talking. So I was just more just like, am I am I still am I still here? Do I exist? And, and my job is done. <laughs> well, no, Next Chris, week- it's not. It's definitely not. Um, that, I think what I wanted to ask you was, I, I we we know we know a little bit about Jeff's uh, how Jeff has come to to love his club. 
other than being there uh, on the pitch on the first day when a group of, of scoundrels in London decided to kick around a bloated pig uh, bladder, the, what what is the at you, the Woolwich Armory that yes. they were uh, taking a break? And you, you I, were was, there. I was handing out cigarettes, unfiltered <laughs> cigarettes. What, what, how did you? I like how you, in this fantasy you're selling Lucy's. That's amazing. <laughs> We were great back then. I, I wanted yeah. to just make an imp- do an impression of someone doing that like 200 years ago or whatever the fuck Arsenal hmm. was. When was Arsenal's founding? Like 1986. 1886. There you Jesus. go. I was a, just going to go the best, Arsenal, the best Arsenal podcast, and this is not that podcast, but the best Arsenal <laughs> podcast, that's like the running joke is that this one guy in the podcast, he's been following the Arsenal since 1887. <laughs> like That's how they introduce, uh, I believe it's Keith Stone on the Tuesday Club. Anyway, back to he's, our podcast that we're on. But but he's also like, do the podcast as well. I mean, I've been, you know, I'm older than a lot of trees in this country, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm also on podcasts. <laughs> I'm a boy <laughs> Richie character. I, I, feel like you, I was about to say, I feel like you just skipped over like 15 London neighborhoods there in your accent. <laughs> I, got, I got to the right country. ended up somewhere in the Midlands. I got to the right country and was brave enough to try. That's true. Yeah. We'll, never, we'll never discount your bravery. Chris, but we'll, laugh, but we'll your, laugh at you. Why are you brave enough to follow the club that you do? Is a <laughs> great very, very good question. Um, so Skylar is fond of making fun of my age. Uh, oh, would we say oh. that on the podcast in front of everyone? <laughs> sure. It's really just us. Let's be honest. <laughs> just us. Um, There's a fan. So I was in, in Skylar's I was in, ceiling. I was in uni. Actually, I just came up with an excuse to travel from UVA out to some other foreign country and landed in London. And this is 98. And I couldn't stand David Beckham and Manchester United and Sir Alex Ferguson. And I was like, who's this gangly professor dude that just arrived not too long ago at this club? And, mm-hmm. and who is that mm-hmm. striking Dutch man? Oh man. Um, there was a, mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of reasons to pick up Arsenal as the uh, other team, if not a bad team, a very good other team, um, and somehow just fell into it. Got to go to Highbury. Um, Wait, twice. what do you mean other team? So do you fo- do you follow another team as well? No, no, no. Meaning that like right at the moment, Man U was the team. They were the Yankees. Uh, to I see. I see. I see. So if I were a, a, an American in this lovely United Kingdom. Most would point me to the winning, the winning, uh, pe- you know, team. But Chris, that's and not David fair. Beckham they're, was David Beckham. They're still like the Yankees. That <laughs> no, no. is true in the modern sense of the Yankees. <laughs> yes. They've aged like like the same two bottles of wine from the same barrel. They're mm-hmm. like, remember the nineties? I remember them. Yeah, that's definitely placing both my age and my baseball, uh, <laughs> my baseball appreciation. Pepperidge Farm yes, remembers is... the nineties. What <laughs> I started? Pepperidge Farm remembers the nineties. <laughs> They're a lot like even Pepperidge Farm. Better days, like in the nineties, you were psyched if somebody had some Pepperidge Farm. Now it's you're true. like, oh, whatever. Nice, like nice gift basket. Th- carbs. Thanks for some stale <laughs> carbs that you brought to my house. You didn't have time to do something better than Pepperidge fucking Farm. Manchester United is the Spencer's gift of the mall. <laughs> Because you were, there was a time where you were like, this is all, has everything that I need, just nonstop joy. And now you're just like, oh my like, God, it's this just is all just a thing cards. that's full of dildos. 
it's like it's like a broken like Snoop Dogg blacklight and some dick cards and like that's my relationship with football right now. Mm. Yeah, it's like the definitely the pre and post internet of everything where it's like, oh wait, you just had a you had a warehouse full of just terrible, terrible stuff. <laughs> How do we get uh, rid of this? That edible bikini like candy thing, it tastes yeah. worse than any candy. It's like you'd rather <laughs> yeah. eat a regular bikini. You'd rather eat cloth. I don't know anyone who has actually eaten that candy, Skylar. I've had multiple. I've had multiple bouts of a man candy. of romance. Mouth candy. I mean, <laughs> you know that there's something else that's supposed to go along with eating the edible bikini. Yeah, you yeah, leave I, right right away when you're done, promptly. Yeah, ice like, cream, thank duh. You. Something tells me that you were eating your edible bikini alone. I mean, I was alone immediately after finishing it. <laughs> I got what I came for. Oh, empty carbs. Yeah. Um. Hmm. <laughs> so, Chris, sorry. So, so you would you say it's been was it, is, has it mirrored the way that I talk about United? Has it been like a roller coaster where it feels like you're more at the bottom than at the top? Because like that's how I feel. Well, we got the the joy of watching it happen to you guys before we knew the inevitable was coming. When when. Sir Alex was retiring and, and Wenger's retiring. So we saw a little bit, bit of a, a a little dress rehearsal for us. I, I do feel bad for David Moyes. I, I think he actually did deserve a little bit more time. But anyone who's going to step into those shoes is mm. just going to get crushed. Um, but and we, maybe, we needed, maybe we needed to go through Unai Emery to, to get to something else. Uh, but it is interesting to see. Future Newcastle manager. Yeah, Emery. I heard that. Have you seen that? Mm. Maybe They're gonna win the Europa League the for years. With some money, maybe he can do something. They, he's gonna he's gonna be so gracious in uh, the opposite of defeat. What's that? Uh, winning? I don't know. I'm an Arsenal fan. We don't say that word very much, but um, <laughs> he. I think he's gonna beat the shit out of us for years now. And like, but I don't even. I don't actually miss him. I just think that like now he's gonna get to drive the best car in F1 for a while, you know. And he's gonna he's gonna be pretty good at it. Our metaphors in this podcast are maybe the reason that you come and then also the reason that you stay because they are both awful and unique and beautiful at the same time. And like Jeff and I, no fear. We'll just be like, oh, it's like the it's like the hmm. dick card of the like <laughs> this dick is cards. like Spencer's gifts after watching a Seinfeld episode on a TV at the back of Benihana. No, um, Arsenal is like a rich farm into your face. <laughs> Arsenal is like a Spencer's gift. Farm, bitch. It's, a, it's a Spencer's gift if Unai Emery has taken a shit right behind the register. <laughs> yeah, you remember this in the 90s? Well, this is what it is now. It's a There's pile like, of Unai. <laughs> That's like a new card game you can play. Unai, where it's like reverse, and then the shit goes up your butt. Like... Uh, Sorry. Draw twenty-three. Yeah, or, or well, what? <laughs> <laughs> Unai Emery. Speaking of Unai Emery, so I just pulled up the team that Unai Emery bequeathed to Mikel Arteta. So this was the first team that Mikel Arteta started. Um, and I will say this: this this shows you how far Arsenal have come. Backline of this team: Kalasinach, eh? Socrates. Slow as fuck. Mustafi and Bayerine. Who was okay. That back line is just not as good as our current one. 
Like that is a we just improved. Like we are a better team well, you, than that team. You got rid of the really slow guys. Like that's it. Kind of yeah. comes down to there was always at least one slow guy in the Arsenal back line, yep. if not two or three. Yep. If you, like I remember, who it was one of the fullbacks was like an old slow guy. German yeah. guy got bought from Germany. No. Yeah, Kolasinac. I mean, and the thing is, he actually he wasn't super super slow. He just wasn't. I don't oh, know. No, he wasn't fucking was Kieran like Thirty-five. Tierney. There was like. Some or was oh, like uh, Lichten, whatever his name. Yeah. Roy, Roy yeah, Lichtensteiner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was um, that his name? We we did make some bizarre, desperate purchases there for a while. Yeah, he Honestly, was he came you know from the, Juventus. Um, the Swiss guy. Yeah, sorry, yeah. go on. No, I'm just a, a, exactly what you guys were saying. You know, anyone that will buy Silvestra from Manchester United at that age is, you know, we're setting up terrible, terrible defensive uh, purchases. True. And then the other the other one that I, I will never understand his career in my life, so I'm looking at the rest of this team, is the midfield, also not an improvement on our current midfield. The midfield was Torreira, Ceballos, and Xhaka. And like, granted, for some reason, Xhaka still walks into the team whenever he doesn't have a red card or an injury, but... You just, I just much prefer a Thomas Party and an Odegaard, although he looked like shit this weekend. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the current midfield setup yeah. is a lot better too. Like you gotta. What, what do you think of this new false, interesting, weird number ten role that he had uh, Lacazette playing in for a bit there? Because I do think that's something we've not not that we've been missing it we just have not defined it right it seems so yeah. much clearer what he was there to do as opposed to having you know Odegaard and Emma Smith Rowe and and whoever just throw them all in the mix and see who wants to sit in that pocket and create something sometimes that works sometimes people need to be told so and that's what I yeah. thought was interesting is Lacazette was like I know exactly what I'm here to do I think it's fucking smart because Lacazette isn't fast enough to play striker the way he used to. So play him some other way. He's still good at football. Like put him in the game. It's the best he's looked in years. In years. Yep, I agree. I feel like I'm about to stop two teenagers making out in the last row of a movie theater. (laughs) But I'm about to do that. You're never going to stop us. Because also, Jeff, I want to stop you from looking at Arsenal lineups if I could for a minute. So that you don't have an unfair advantage for our first ever Meet the Sockers live <laughs> game that we're gonna play <laughs> oh my god his oh, free no. book editors are so excited because <laughs> they get to charge kids another 200 dollars for a brand new edition of the history textbooks now that we're doing this game so what we're gonna do <laughs> sorry kids sorry college students <laughs> it's mommy and daddy's money we're not worried um so the invincibles arsenal team uh had 20 Medal win or I guess yeah, medal winning members. Oh gosh! And God, I, feel like I want very... you guys to name them all. The way we're going to do this is, each one of you is going to name a player. Either either you're right or you're wrong slash can't come up with one. That's the person who loses. So it's basically just taking turns. The first one to elimination. No fuck ups. Yeah, because it's easiest for me to keep track of is if we yeah, we, we got to get through them. <laughs> we got to get right. through the first fifteen names pretty quick. Wait, wait, I wait, mean, though, Jeff. I mean, is this unfair? Like, that's how well, I, Jeff I will been say this, supporting you for a while. Know right? it better than me because you. I'm also probably, old as like, dirt. Yes, as Skyler said, you are old as Methuselah. And no, um, <laughs> no. That. 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Skylar doesn't know who Methuselah is. No, I don't um, know some form of dirt. I guess. <laughs> Good guess. It's like um, Cretaceous dirt. The point is not which bad age metaphor we're going to make. The point is that you probably actually did get to enjoy Arsenal in their heyday, whereas I still actively disliked football for most of the time that Arsenal was good. As a kid, I just I was very American. I didn't watch it. I didn't want anything to do with it. I didn't get into it till way later, um, whereas you were like living the dream over there in 98, you said? I mean, that's really the the excuse to why I started following Arsenal. It was a fantastic time to start following Arsenal. But are we are we debating uh, the fairness of a game that literally doesn't matter who wins or loses? Is, or do we want to play mat- a game, eh? It matters I actually, to me. It does. It does. But, you know, I'm, I'm, All right, so I'm, I'm happy to lose as well. May the best man win. Then, play. Well, then, if we're, if we're thinking Chris has a slight advantage, Jeff, you can decide if you want to go first or second. There you go. Handicap. Okay, I guess I'll go first. All right, so there's going to be also a five-minute timer on this game because that's what they're doing. Uh, All right. right. Is that cumulative or per round? That seems like a lot per round. And and way too little. Total. Okay. For 20. We can do it. 20 games, five minutes. Ready? All right, we can do it. Put some time on the clock. Jeff, you're going first? Go. All right. What's the first player's name? Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah, should we just do top back? Okay, Thierry Henry. Uh, the problem is I've got to type them. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Pires. Yep. Gilberto. Yep. Uh, Vieira. How do I spell Vieira? There we go. Got it. Chris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lundberg. That's how you spell it. Mm. L-U-J. Um, I, I, uh, Freddie, I, I'm not. It's not typing it in. This is this is the me problem. Skyler, you are the weakest link. Skyler, you're gonna lose this competition. <laughs> Out of the two of us, you might lose. Um, Keon, did you get Freddie? Hold on. It's L J U N G. L J U. Yeah, we probably should have just helped him. It froze. <laughs> wow, this is not going well. It froze. <laughs> L- L- say again? L-J-U-N-D. <laughs> this is a very professional podcast, as I mentioned before. Super bro. Is, is Freddy not spelled? <laughs> I mean, F-R-D-D-I-E. Is he Frederick? F-R-D-D-I-E. It's Frederick. I spelled it F-R-E-D-D-I-E. L-J-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. G-B-R-G. What? Not D as in Delta, G as in Gamma. L J U N G. Yep. B E R G. Yes. You're, <laughs> you're fucking up our chances. I, I typed it. I typed oh, it. Oh no! Was he not on the team? No, Did he get his was. medals winner revoked? Did you lose? No. All right, I'm just gonna press give up, and I've got them. What? And Skyler loses. Oh. We both won. Congratulations, Chris. So here's here's why it didn't work. They they only accepted Frederick with a K. With a K. Mm, not Frederick like Maryland. In the future, doing a game like this is better if I just have the answers in front of me and I can just go. That's probably uh-huh. good. Uh-huh. That's probably good. Do we want to try another one? Will it let you do it again? I'm gonna I'm gonna look up a different a different Arsenal subject and we're just gonna go back and forth. Or you could just <laughs> look them up, or we could consider this done. No, I think that this is fun. I have I have a toy to play with. 
Skyler, you uh, already lost, uh, so no matter how quickly I run out of names, which will be relatively soon since I didn't even watch this team play, and my life is sad and it will never be as good as it once was in the old days. I mean, Jeff, uh, I'm never one to say that your life is sad, but it was a good time. I'm just going to put it that way. I'll say this, like, I don't think my life overall is sad, but like, I don't think Arsenal will ever have a perfect season again. I'm not sure anybody's going to. Well, here's you know what the I mean? weird thing about the, the perfect season. I would argue that the 2003-2-3 season, which I believe was the season before the Invincibles, was more fun was to that watch. that the double? That was the double that uh, season, That right? was the double. Um, and this, there were definitely times in the Invincible seasons when I was like, ooh, they're starting to lose a little of this like panache. Uh, they yeah. used to be able they, to they move They weren't the invincible ball. in the Champions League or the FA Cup or the Carling Cup that's or any the of these competitions, thing, were they? We should, that's what we really have to talk about. How Arsenal of that era never won the Champions League. It's, we got fucked by the refs now. <laughs> I got a new game, guys. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. So this, you're like both, this one's slightly you're, different. You're both going to be equally well qualified to Uh-oh. participate. Excellent. It is 2020 to 2021 season Arsenal Premier League goal scorers. Oof. Okay. So this, we're, how we're many are talking. There? All right. So we've got 2020 one, two, to 2021. So that's the last so year. Because I'm getting my years confused. I'm getting okay. Older. We've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, ten 12, goals 13, the whole year. 14, it was only 10. 15 different goal scorers in oh, the Premier League. That is more in the Premier Only oh, in the wow. Premier League. That's, yeah, that's, that's tough. That's more than I thought. That's yeah, right. on all the other competitions. Or, or, we, could, or we could do uh, more than that, but for all competitions. But you're going to be real unhappy. 15 is funny. <laughs> 15, wow, we're not getting it through fifteen. Um, do we? Have, are we trying to name like the top scorers first? That might be the easy. That might be a strategy. Would All be right. to, to start with what you know. All right, Obama Yang. Yes, he is, is he number, top scorer. Survey says uh, yes. He scored ten goals in the Premier League last year. Wow, that was our that? best guy. Yeah, I didn't say that. Okay. Oh, interesting. Lock Stop is trying that. to get clues from me. Okay, Chris, okay. Chris Todeshek, ding, 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 13 goals in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Lacazette had more than Aubameyang last year. Wow, that's He's an interesting bit of trivia. Aubameyang did have a rough patch around that Christmas time after he signed the contract. Yeah. I, I don't think he was phoning it in. I just think he had a rough patch. Yeah. You know, sadly, I think the next one on the list, like third place, will be Saka with like eight goals. Because didn't he have like that crazy run of like seven seven goals? All right, so instead of discussing it, would you like to submit an official answer? Final answer. So, Jeff, you're going with Saka? Yeah. He did score goals. I guess realize this competition is did they score or not? And that's kind of like... (laughs) Because they're not very good. Everyone else is like scrapping by with three or four. Bakayo Saka scored five Premier League goals last season. Oh, I must be counting some of the cup. I remember he had gone on this run of scoring like seven. You remember that? Yeah, I do too. He I was going to. I was actually in total. In total, okay. Yeah. Okay. So technically, you're correct. He did go on a run of scoring seven goals in some number of matches. So I remember. Wow. Okay, I remember all of his goals from every competition. Okay, that's really mm. romantic. Who after him? I mean, I, like, at this point, I think it's a it's a toss up between a bunch. You know, you know the people Pepe that probably scored. had like five. I think you guys Pepe's are really bad at doing competitive games. You're just like these are the answers I wrote down. Would you like to say any of them? 
Dude, we were really good at school. You don't think these grades come easy. You gotta collaborate on these tests and quizzes, man. Hey, right. Maybe we but, can both win if we both cheat and just defile yeah. the sanctity of the game. Yeah. As long, um do you as have long answers as written in that calculator? Because this is an English exam and I'm not sure why you need a graphing calculator. Chris is like, Jeff, it's eight thousand or it's eighty thousand eighty five <laughs> is what it is. Jeff, I'm a real fan of Arsenal. I know who the invincibles are. <laughs> Jeff, I figured out a way to get drug wars on my graphing calculator. <laughs> you guys had that like game too? PDA. Oh man, only oh, on my PDA. Wow. Only on my Zoom. Mafia Wars totally as well. Thing. Oh yeah. That's crazy that we had the same calculator games. Like they were spreading across state lines. Those crappy little. You ever made? I mean, you probably made one of those, Skyler. You're like boy genius, no. right? No, I I I was a, a good at math student. I took it very seriously. I only got one wrong in the math section of my SAT, and that still bothers me. I feel like good at math and, and you're a working out on their wow. graphing calculator are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, Skyler. but I was like, I was all, I was all business. I only had a graphing calculator for a little bit in high school, and before that, I just had like, you know, your basic, your basic B calculator. Um, the games, the games that we had on Abacus were amazing. Speaking of calculating, you guys <laughs> forgot Nicholas Pepe's ten goals. I mean, I guess no, Jeff. I just said Pepe. We just I said thought Pepe. he had five though. I but you were meandering five. to Chris on his turn, which I wanted to punch you through the screen while you did that. My official answer is Nicholas Pepe. It's like you're you're playing soccer and both teams are like, let's just say we'll use our hands. Yeah, I like that idea. Let's use our hands. And I'm in the commentating booth like, yeah. this is the worst thing these eyes have ever seen. I, I can remember <laughs> when football team, was... Every single one of these players has set a record for goal today. The left back <laughs> with 60 goals. <laughs> Skyler, that you need amazing, a... though. That would, that's a piece of art if both teams just decided we're going to score as many goals as possible. You get to do it first half, we get to do it second half. Both teams Actually, are coming together. Both teams are coming together in defiance of Graham Sunis. Uh, <laughs> they will not play until he is banned from any future broadcast. Oh man, you you say that as a joke, but that would actually be so amazing. What if both teams just scored infinite goals to raise awareness about some topic? That would be the most amazing, like weirdo stunt. I was really hoping you were going to say you were going to get Graham Soonis on this podcast. That oh, would no. be too Soonis. Um, too, <laughs> too Soonis. I feel like if they, they would score infinity goals to raise awareness about how terrifying infinity is to contemplate. It's just like wow. <laughs> Like it's, it's, you think there's enough time in the game for them to score as many goals as there were dead workers for the next World Cup? Oh, no. I mean, it depends. Is I'm not United, sure there is. Is it United's defense? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The other team is trying to let United score, but for United, they say play as hard as you can. Is Harry, is Harry Maguire on the pitch? Because if so, yeah, yeah. Uh, we could, I don't know, Maybe. Like, jog around him. <laughs> Harry, you watch the speech from any given Sunday and go out there and give it everything you got, son. <laughs> Harry, you watch the speech from any given Sunday, then start constructing stadiums in Qatar. <laughs> so, wait, so Chris, uh, we do normally talk about a social justice issue that comes up unplanned almost every time. Okay, so like, now we're, we're like already we raising a nerve. Well, Qatar. Let's talk. This Qatar. is it. This is this is it. We need to start talking about the fund that we need to set up for Harry Maguire and his rehabilitation fund. I mean, yeah. if Harry Maguire is lucky, he'll go to Qatar. If he's lucky at this rate. So, what, Chris? Are you gonna watch? I think he could. I think he could afford a ticket. I mean, if I could go, he could go. <laughs> if he books now, uh, yeah. Chris, are you gonna watch? Are you gonna travel there? Like, what is he, what is your? I'm definitely not travel. I've never. 
I've never traveled to a World Cup. For I mean, sometimes disappointed, sometimes yeah, I think I made the right choice. Um, <laughs> many, many World Cups. Many, in many, in case, in, in fact, you know, I, I can't really get behind FIFA if that's what you're asking. No, 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 I can't. And Only now watch. I gotta say, one Even of with my. Arsene Wenger I mean, now, I'm gonna, the I'm gonna watch for sure. I was gonna say one of my biggest disappointments was watching Arsene go to FIFA and now proposing a World Cup every two years. It seems you know, it's like interesting. Because when he talks about that World Cup every two years thing, you almost believe that it's really genuine from him. But then I heard him say these words. He said, well, I'm paraphrasing, but something to the effect of, and yes, there's the UEFA Nations League, which is a good competition that many people follow now. And I'm thinking, okay, now I know that you're full of shit if you say that. You know what I mean? Like You kind of had me. He had a good argument for the World Cup thing, although it doesn't make any sense when you think actually think about it. You know, you know our, our dad died early. Yours is living through Alzheimer's. That's unfortunately the the metaphor of where we're at. Like if my if my dad stayed at the club, he probably would have done something horrendous by now. I'm almost gonna. Oh no! See your your dad believe. was per- your dad. If we're gonna stretch that metaphor into reality, what your <laughs> what dad metaphor? did was your dad checked himself into a nursing home right as he developed a crippling heroin addiction. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the and day now, before, and now the but he left the heroin behind. The next coach is screwed because he's you know sorry. Well, now, no, now, he's just, now he's just haunting. He's just haunting uh, <laughs> Macbeth style. He's like telling Ole some crazy shit. He's like you got like you got to nice choke ghost. <laughs> you got to keep playing Harry Maguire. God, this there's a there's a, there's a painting of Dad in the living room and it can't <laughs> take it out because it's like bolted to the foundation of the building. But his eyes do like this wandering back and forth sort of Scooby-Doo behind a painting thing. (laughs) Whatever you do, Ole, you have to play Ronaldo. There's a painting of Harry Maguire in the attic, and that painting is really good at football. It totally marks its, I don't know. Like Julian Gray? It's truly Hogwarts. (laughs) That's how this metaphor is working, right? How do we know? That was perhaps the best and worst metaphor. Harry Maguire has a painting of himself in the attic and he keeps the painting. And so it keeps his slab head, you know, (laughs) hard 90 degree angles uh, at each corner. Uh, It keeps him pure. I didn't actually read Julian Gray. I only know a little bit of it from like some shitty Showtime show. If if you had, you may have remembered that it was Dorian Gray, actually. Julian Gray, his brother from uh, Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for copyright reasons, we can't <laughs> yes, reference we can't Julian Gray on this podcast. But <laughs> Julian Gray, it's, you know, the name's... Meme. It's that meme. Hey, Mom, can we get Julian Gray? Mom's like, we got <laughs> Julian Gray at home. <laughs> or no, he fucked it up. Julian Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, literature. What were we talking about? Sir Alex Ferguson lives in a painting? Oh, uh, yeah. We're, the... the, the the horror of having to watch Arsene Wenger shill for FIFA when we could just be watching him on a beach somewhere, like we saw from the Brazil World Cup. Go, in go a, Real in a short, do something. In a short bathing suit playing beach soccer. Did Does he, he need the money? What yeah, the did fuck? he run out of money? Did he spend too much on, like, I guess, 18 to 23 year old French male prostitutes? Because that's his, like, recruiting strategy. So. But for players, if there was if there was another Manchester like how, guy I like on the podcast, you probably would have got a laugh out of that. I, yeah, both Jeff and I just went cold on that one. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, uh, too too soon. You guys didn't. I, I know the Spurs fans always accused him of being a pedophile, but you oh, did. No. Oh, did you guys did. do that as well? Oh yeah, they did. I know that you don't think that. I was they more saying did. he recruited young French players almost indiscriminately. Was more where I was going from that, but 
No, pedophile chant definitely came out at at uh, Old Trafford for sure. That's a good point. Not when I was there. When I was there, it was like Van Hall out. That was it's kind an, of. <laughs> it's. I was gonna say if you're gonna slander someone, it's an excellent piece of slander because it's like he of all people actually did spend all day sitting around looking at eighteen year old boys. You know what I mean? Or or younger. I mean, it it, so works like it on weirdly paper. works as a piece of slander. Like it's a lie. It's a lie. But yeah. it works on paper. It, it makes. I'll, I'll give have it you one. Ever seen that picture <laughs> of Arteta? Actually, our current manager, when he was like an eleven-year-old kid, and he's like he's posing with like fucking Iniesta. I don't know some other guy that ends up being like a Barcelona Gap Kids rate. ad. And then in the back of the picture, not even in the photo on purpose, you can see Arsene Wenger looking at him. <laughs> it's incredible. Totally, it works. Yeah. It, it does on many levels. I mean, the the amount of people we wanted to trial or actually did end up trialing. At a young age, I almost signed him. Yeah, quote almost unquote, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ibrahimovic. Do who you famously think said, Ronaldo could have come back to us and hamstrung our team by playing no defense and not Guys, you worth think it? That Arsene Wenger kept extending his Norton antivirus trial and like kept bragging about that to people. Like, I, guys, I, I, I almost see, got. I did not see it. I did not see it. <laughs> I almost got virus software. <laughs> he did not pay for WinRAR. I'll tell you that. WinRAR. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone who has found us through our TikTok, WinRAR was a decompression software that was arguably free in the late '90s and early 2000s. Like LimeWire, it, it was free. It really, it, but yeah. in a sense, it wasn't because you could pay for it. But I mean, that is the question, though. How many, how test. many of his, how many <laughs> mistakes did his signings cover up for? It's like you know, for every cess he had, you know, probably two or three. Four, five, you know. But I mean, also, it's like it's, it's the same as the guys that work on Wall Street. Like all these guys that buy stuff, they're wrong. Like imagine if you're a guy who buys stuff for like the grocery store, and only like one out of four things you buy Actually is sells. like not rotten. You know what I mean? Like it's that's not what rotten, all these guys have to do. The easiest really fucking sells. job in the world. Yeah. That's Invest right. in coffee. Uh, why? I had a good coffee today. Like that's that's Wall Street. It's like coffee was good, so coffee is good. I've seen the Wolf of Wall Street. It's exactly as Matthew McConaughey describes. It's like he does this, and then he's like, "Let's sign Bebe for fourteen million dollars out of the Brazilian nineteenth division homeless shelter." I'm feeling good about it. Uh, no, it's exactly like that. That was a deep cut. I wanted to show you guys that I too watch soccer ball, and it's not just you two Arsenal fans. Oh, man. And I wonder how much, you know, because Wenger was sometimes accused, a lot of times credited with, you know, changing the lifestyle of, of English soccer. The so, nutrition. You know, the fitness, the nutrition. No more Mars I wonder bars. How much, how much of his young scouting actually has changed? Because we have, a, a, you know, there's a big backlash, especially after Wenger of, you know, setting up camps in Ghana and setting up camps in, in, in African nations where, you know, you really can't out Wenger anyone anymore like the 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 11 year olds that are going to become the next Ronaldo or have been found like it, it seems that way I don't know it, it seems like that era of unearthing a gem is, is kind of gone I have to say the combination of you guys telling me about the Wenger is a pedophile like conjecture chanting it combined with the setting up foreign youth camps I'm starting to get like a South Park Adventure Club vibe where they're like, we travel around the world to find young boys to have sex with. Like, I'm not saying he did it, 
But that episode is now playing in my head. I'm sorry. It just happened. It's exactly right, though. It's like it's easy to make the joke. Like as long it's as so you, easy. It, it's like the beginning of the Trump era in politics. As long as you can make the joke, then oh. it's true. You I'm going to bring the mood down, Eeyore. Uh-uh. Social justice issues here on the podcast. This song you is going to start speeding up and then doing the devil thing, and it's going to really suck. Social justice. If I speed this up, A it's cologne. like SoundCloud. From, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I can speed it up. It's just like if the browser shitty or not, but I decided you, to do Can you turn it off or are we just... Yeah, I was going to say, this is it. <laughs> what is the infinity this button? This is our outro music. music. <laughs> it has an infinity fun. Yeah, this is like the, we have to use this on every episode now too, right? We can never get rid of this. It feels like I'm playing Minecraft. You've you've <laughs> automatically got a second verse. How long does this thing go? And they I mean, call no. it a stairway to heaven. <laughs> no stairway. Stairway denied. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I like pushing buttons, guys. Sometimes literally, sometimes <laughs> figuratively. How many yeah. buttons do uh, th- this does this lovely podcasting device give you? I, I, I wouldn't know because it piano. considers me a mere guest. It does not consider me an equal. Jeff, like, I, I think that like might have been your first mistake with this podcast is letting Skylar run this thing. Is it your mm. credit card, Daddy? You can push the buttons. Like that's basically <laughs> what Zencaster is saying to us. No, I thought you were saying that's what I said. No, like, eh, it is kind of what I said. Jeff, Jeff, do whatever you want as long as you pay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of friends that are like that. Uh, it's not you, but I do have other friends that we both know that are like. It's I most mean, friends. Are you I eat think. that toast on your plate, like that kind of situation. Mm. You buying drinks? I'll come. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys have a midweek match this week? Oh, God. I don't think so. I think we're... No no getting on a plane to Czech Republic <laughs> on a Thursday? <laughs> Is that... Hey, oh, I see, I see what you're doing. Don't discount at. the importance of the Carling Cup where we just threw Sunderland, and they're trying to play that up. Can you but that's not this dog. Week. Can you hear a dog like whining in the background? Like I can hear my neighbor's dog, but I have no idea if the microphone will pick it up. But I figured I'd call myself out just in case. I don't hear it. It's like sounds like distressing. It's like the dog is really upset. Is mm. that the social show we should talk about? Should we go see the dog? This is a new podcast, guys. How do we feel about sad Saving dogs. Atari dogs? Mm. Sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sagittary dogs. Dun, 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 dun. Sounds like a new Taika Waititi show on FX that's coming out next year, like Sad Katari Dogs. And it's I'd watch it. Sad Katari Dogs. <laughs> I would too. I'd watch dogs. it. Yeah. Oh, anything, literally anything he comes up with. If it was just a documentary about Sad Katari Dogs, he'd make it funny somehow. I bet you seeing like a commercial that he developed though would be disappointing because it wouldn't be like all the way Taika Waititi weird New Zealand humor. It'd be like trying to yeah. do a commercial, and I think that would be like watching Arsene Wenger uh, sell out to FIFA and UEFA. <laughs> Look at me bringing it full circle. Yeah, we don't have it's that. We're back. Paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you guys have me. You know, we haven't even covered, and maybe we should make this like our closing issue to debate is Arsene Wenger's, this is Arsene Wenger's plan for the World Cup. The players, he says, well, the players will get to play less games because we're going to double the amount of games they need to play. That is literally his argument. And he's so charismatic and his accent is so good that you go, 
Yeah, that makes sense. As long as we have twice as many World Cups, then they won't have to play in as many games. That's like Trump saying Canton to fifth or whatever like weird contraction he made up to get out of something bad he said. Kofefe. Kofefe. Oh yeah, nobody knows how to say it, right? We have to spell it. It's like, no one knows like how to say it because it's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I stopped reading that at that headline because that logic felt flawed. The crazy, I mean, when you look at the details of his plan, it actually does make sense on paper where he's reducing the overall number of qualifiers and things. But here's what's going to happen. None of that shit. What they're going to do is they're going to say, we get two World Cups a year now. And all of his like well-meaning plans are going to go out the fucking window as soon. You know what I mean? Like it's that those are the things that easily get deleted. You know, if they get around the rules. I think also... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. No, it's all right. I think also it's just going to force to a head the thing that he argued about all the time when he was a manager is that the national team coaches are taking... You know, they're basically riding on the salaries that the clubs are playing. And if you go to two yeah. World Cups a year, the amount of injuries, the amount of time spent there, it's going to... Delay beginning to season. Every year, you're going to lose a few of your first games because you've got good players who fucked off. Yeah, or got hurt. You might lose him for the year. You might lose him forever. You know what I mean? Because they they didn't rest for two months. For, yeah. So it ruins guys, players. Alexi Sanchez ruined I mean, because five years in a row, no break. When, you can't do that when you're in your late twenties, early thirties. The proposal is a little bit like for all of us. If we, if if our job said to us, okay, you guys will always have weekends off. You'll never have to work the weekend ever again. You're never taking a vacation ever again, though. You're just going to work five days every week. So you die. A really good point, actually. That's football because they're basically saying, "All right, we'll give them like less dense work during the year, but then like, sorry, you're never having a summer off." And maybe for Harry, it would McGuire, be sweet. Be a good it would thing. be sweet if you weren't on the national team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you played for Spain and you're just like, "Dude, I'm like the seventh best right back in Spain. I'm never making it." Then or, it would be sweet because you get three months off. You get to like see your kids and play golf, like. Neymar could hang out at his sister's birthday party, which he never misses. He gets a red card before a <laughs> birthday party every year. And it's like clockwork. Really? work. Oh, it, look it up. Like, that's a good Google that's one. That's hilarious. Like, when is Neymar's sister's birthday? Because then bet on the other team that game before that one. <laughs> wow. We should do that this year. Priorities. We should, we, should, we should put some cash on that. And if it hits, then uh, like give it to a charity of... I don't know. I guess our own choosing. I don't know why anybody else would choose it. I think we're a charity like of our own choosing, if you consider this podcast. That's true. We should bet true. on it, because maybe we could pay for our next year's podcasting fees out of the uh, the, uh, the Neymar sister fund. Well, yeah, if, if it's it's not illegal if it goes back into the funding of the show, right? We I mean, are a non-profit, 5013C sure. charity registered... <laughs> Yeah. As a 5013C religious organization, this That's right. there uh, you go. podcast, I mean ministry. <laughs> what if what if it means we have to be anti-vax to get the religious exemption? We have to we have to apply it <laughs> Fine. to both. Fine, you know? I'm in. I'll do I'll, I'm Arsene Wenger. I will say anything for money. What do you want me to say? Anything to get it done. Oh, well, uh, ah, we so got sad. the vaccines uh, so once every six months. Uh, there would be less uh, <laughs> vaccine that you would need to get. Because uh, you would get it every six months. Maybe if we have a wave every two summers, then we can stay locked down forever. The vaccine is approved for boys it really under the is. age of eighteen, and I will give it to myself. It, it <laughs> even the jesting, it, it it burns, it hurts, it, it really does. It feels like he has gone. He spent too much time trying to compete with Roman Abramovich, and he was like, you know, I don't need to do this anymore. I uh, 
there are plenty of people that would give me uh, some money. Well, you, you know what it is? Is that the job that he's good at doesn't exist anymore. That That's too. very true. Innovating? Like, well, that is like, yep, we're all innovated out. We're now playing. It's, there's no easy things left. And then also, I think, like, he was never that great tactically. And, I mean, I guess he's good at buying players, but I don't I think mean, he, he even, should be a director I think he literally doesn't understand the definition of the word director of football operations, which is the yeah. thing that he's good yeah. at. He doesn't know, he doesn't understand how that fits into a modern organization. He never so had a giant, is, he never had a giant budget, though. Like, he, he, never had, he never had he new did amazing with them. Yeah. But and it's actually interesting. <laughs> Still something's wrong. Still something's wrong. But it's it, it, interesting to wonder if he'd even be any good with Newcastle money because he's. It's like he's really good at shopping at fucking Walmart. Yeah, I'm not sure if at Bergdorf Goodman he could be. He could be way off. Like, well, Walmart, the boys section has a sign hanging over it, so that should make it nice. <laughs> hey. Guys, you've given me a platform. There's no kid. There's no kids section at Bergdorf Goodman. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Listen, if we want to take a minute and just you know talk about our gigs or United's gigs, I'm I'm open to shitting all over that guy if you want. Oh, I'm definitely gonna shit on gigs a bunch, but I want to say he that I'm making like a treat. <laughs> Oi. We. Are, are we Jewish for gigs? Is that what we've just done? <laughs> <laughs> when I get cringy, I get even more cringy by just yeah. saying noises. <laughs> Oy. It is cringy. Pretty cringy. It is the common thread. Cringy. The common thread, though, is that um, football is kind of like a bit of a microcosm of human life. A of and there's, a, there's yeah, a lot of douches amongst us. Therefore, mm. ergo, there will be a lot of douches amongst people who are great at soccer. I, I would feel argue like we're, way more. I feel like and, we're rounding back to a, that humanitarian thing you're talking about. Yeah, like but it's been very home, vague. Skyler. <laughs> it's very generalist. We, we just are for good and against bad, and that is what this podcast stands for. Because if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. So brave. Ooh. So brave. I don't know what was movie that, I lifted them from. Was that your <laughs> was that your podcast mic drop or your bubble? I mean, mic? I think the podcast you have to pick up the mic to really drop it, so it doesn't have the same effect. Chris, yeah. the the podcast mic drop actually sounds a little something like this. Need the suckers. Need the I guess suckers. we can talk over the outro one. Oh yeah, of course. Sorry, it's like children.